This week, <clears throat> after Tishrei, after the Yom Tevim, we began learning Evan Ezer in the afternoons. And we started from Siman Aleph, Dine Piria Verivia, and uh, not the first time this has happened, but uh, it's something that I spoke about a month and a half earlier, uh, towards the end of Chayda Shal. So, of course, you can refer back to those shiurim <coughs> as they pertain to whatever you're learning now. Uh, but in this year, I want to focus on more towards the end of Siman Aleph, uh, which is more closely related to the angle we're coming from here in Kail. We're learning about uh, halachas that pertain to marriage. So if you look in Siman Aleph, Sif Yud, the Mechaber writes, and the Ramah interrupts him a bunch of times, but just looking at the Mechaber, Rabbeinu Gershem Hichrim Al al right? There's a not to marry a second wife. And now the Mechaber adds a bunch of caveats in his opinion. Number one, I will be Yavama Barusa. The Khairim never applied in a situation where a Yavama enters the picture or he's dealing or you're dealing with an Arusa, you didn't uh, consummate the marriage yet. Um Number two, the wants you to know that uh, it's not like everybody is on board with the chedem. And number three, the chedem expired a very long time ago. I believe that's meant uh, means that it expired in Hey Aleph, if I'm not mistaken. Um, ah, uh, okay, something like that. Okay? Many hundreds of years ago. Uh, you can subtract seven hundred in the year, Tafshin Pei Gimel. So all you have to do is subtract, uh, you know, 783 years, and uh, that's your number. So, yeah. So, the Ramah, so the Mechaber's whole tone sounds like someone who's not, uh, doesn't practice Chaim Deberin Gershim. So he's, uh, you know, limiting it in various ways. The Ramah, who perhaps represents uh, someone from within the Kehillus that uh, you know, where Chim applies, so he keeps on jumping and interrupting the Mechaber to represent the uh, Ashkenazi perspective and how it's Noeg uh, Lemaisa. So on the first point, at the Yevamalei Barusas, the Ramah adds, mitzvah. If there's uh, an issue relating to the mitzvah of marriage at, uh, at stake against Shashah, Mishta, Yes, Hashanim, Layolda. So back to the theme of the basic theme of Piri of Arivia. You have a Chi of Piri of Arivia if 10 years go by. So uh, that according to Ramah, even the Ramah holds and agrees that it would be possible to simply go and marry a second wife without divorcing the first one. Ramah, Ashkenaz, Renegershim, that's what the Ramah is saying. And as I had discussed at the time with the Radbaz, the Radbaz had a tshuva on this theme, etc. That's the first thing that Amos says. So that seems to be the more mainstream view that Lamaisa uh, that wouldn't, uh, wouldn't wouldn't be Angunuman in Ashkenaz. And now the Ramah adds, 
What if Gershon isn't on the table, right? The vote is don't marry another wife. First divorce, the one you already have. What if you can't? He gives two examples. Number one, she lost her mind, she's not sane. And Gershon isn't an option, because she has to be sane. And uh, number two, the Alpidin, Allah says, you're supposed to divorce your wife, and she refuses to participate. Then, and we will be lenient and he can marry another woman and that's it etc so sounds very simple you establish you establish and you go marry another woman one, two, three however look in the Nesakelem the Chalkas Mechaykek who like most Nesakelem is like a hundred years after the Ramah Barach so right away, the Chakas Mechayik in Sifkat and Tezayin says, So the Ramah did not mention the Meir Rabbanim. And the Chakas Mechayik says, The Minig is, you can't do without Meir Rabbanim. See the Bach, and see the Marshal, who's even more Machmer on this issue. If you look in the base Shmuel, Sifkat Mechav Gimel, as usual, a bit more at length. So he says, the market is the Kalboy. The Kalboy says, can't be matter chem deminagershem unless you have mea anoshem migimel kihilis migimel arotzis. Different pratim and how the mayor of Bonham works. The lashon here is mea anoshem. And then he quotes the Raman Darkimaisha that clarifies where the Raman is coming from. The Raman Darkimaisha said that we don't need mea anoshem, meaning the concept existed before the Raman, and the Raman rejected it because the Raman accepted the idea that really the chem expired. And why are we still doing this then? Minik, now we're just doing it through inertia, however positively or negatively you want to look at that, but it's a minik, shenagul ha'achmer, so we could be a lot more lenient, we don't need a, it's only, you only need mea noshim to override an actual chedem, not when it's just reduced to a minik. And he says, that's why the Ramah puts the two things together, in the shtatis and minadin legarsha, even though there are two different categories, but um the Garsha, the seemingly never applied. And according to Ramah and the Shtatis, also now doesn't really have a Chaim Demagershim. Chaim Demagershim doesn't apply anymore. In both cases, now it's just a minic, so it's the same thing. So according to Ramah, you don't need Mayan Hashem. But the Bach, Miu, Bach, Kasaf, Kabbalahi, Migdailah, the Kabbalah in our communities from the Gedailim is that you have to come to the Gedailim Shabbat Siddur and they have to agree, and that's the concept of the Heter Meir Abanim. You're going to the Gedailah Hadar. Plus, there's a whole bunch of conditions. Gam, Yashlish, Sachak, Suva, Vinadunya, Tkiyaskaf, Biyad Abaystan. So you have to make sure that your commitments are fully accounted for. And then you can go marry someone else. But then there's another Bach. That's the Bach in Simon Aleph. The Bach in Simon Kufyutas has a similar discussion, but with Shinoim. Simon Kufyutas is about Madiba. What would be wrong with a woman which would be grounds for divorce? And there's overlap in the Mechaber and the Ramah as well on some of these dinim. The Bach and Simen Kufyutas added a detail. What detail did we not mention in the Bach and Simen Aleph? We didn't mention anything about a get. So, there's no get in the picture in the Bach and Simen Aleph. You, you have to give the Ksub and the Nadunya. 
But in Simcha Futas, the Bahara, the dose has to be a get, and he has to keep the get for when she, uh, if she ever returns to sanity. And in addition to all this, this is already the Gemara says, you have to provide her with a home, and there has to be some kind of, uh, someone to look after her, to avoid Minag Hefker. Because if a woman's not saying, people could take advantage, it could be a Michshel, that uh, you have someone like that. Uh, so uh, that's something that's very important and for the husband the husband still has that responsibility and he has to give him a Zionist. and the Bishmuel throws in a line that what the Bach says about the Marshal's view in Simon Kofiutes is different than what he says about the Marshal's view here in Simon Aleph and that might be relevant in a bit what if he can't afford, so he told me he has to pay, uh, he has to pay, have the whole sub up front in cash. What if he doesn't have the, that amount? Now, there's a different discussion as to what the ksuba is worth today, what the ksuba was worth then. Ksuba today, seemingly, especially the hour minute, where we just stick to the, the old numbers in the ksuba, the ksuba is not uh, necessarily that much. I've looked the numbers up, I don't have them handy, but uh, it could be, uh, you know, I think even maximum might be like 20,000. Uh, and that's that's the larger range according to our minute in Israel. I think the Svardim have a more dynamic version of the Ksuba where they actually are writing real numbers that are relevant uh, in this day and age. But uh, back then in Europe, they had updated the the, the, the Nusach that we have in the Ksuba now. I think it's from around that time, so they had updated it. And I guess the value of silver was uh, still uh, fairly strong compared to the lifestyle that they had at the time. So it was, uh, it was common to not be able to pay, to pay the ksuba up front. So he quotes, he's Mitzayan to Tshuvah Tzemach Tzedek, which he means, of course, what we call today Tzemach Tzedek HaKadmoin, who, as we'll see later, is mentioned as the Talmud of the Bach. The Tzemach Tzedek, Simon Tzemach Zayin, has a tshuva about this. Nebuch, Tzurvah Merabanon, is trapped in this situation. He married a good woman, he had a child, and then something happened, and he spent a lot of money trying to heal her. Uh, already six years of this, nothing doing, and he's finished. He, he wants out. Tzemach Tzedek says, okay, we've already established, Meir Rabbanon, Shlesha Malchias, if they see a good reason, but you have to be mashlish, the Sach, Ksuva, Vetesefta. Oh, the, sorry, you're right. The, I, I saw your reaction. The Tesefis Ksuba. If the Mashlish, the Ksuba, and the Dunya, the Tesefis Ksuba, with Basin. So, Tsarach Yashish Sach Ksubasa, the Tesefta, Liad Basin, Kaidim Shiatir, Lisa Haras, and the Semach Tzedek writes that, in fact, I was involved in a situation like this in Krakow in the year Toflam at Bez. And someone from Glil Krakow was allowed to marry another woman, and I was uh, one of the uh, one, I was one of the mayor of So discusses it a bit more. Fair dice. So yeah, all he has to do is be mashish but they safta. It's too much, and he doesn't even have chatsi sachzubasa. So what can we do? The rules are rule. So. And he can't afford, so now as the Beishmul quotes, he comes up with a system, some kind of structure in which you can uh, get around this issue. Whatever. 
then the Bishmuk concludes and says, "Va'achashet the Srape Chayav Legarshem Yad Kadeshali Kadeshali The second uh, she recovers, if and when she recovers, you have to divorce her immediately because then you don't have uh, any grounds for being married to two women. The Chayim or the Minig is still in force. So there are all kinds of interesting. This is what I want to discuss. So there are all kinds of interesting points here, things that we can elaborate on at greater length. Um, both uh, as to how these things apply and are implemented nowadays. We could also discuss how some of these uh, ideas developed. As you can see here, not everything is etched in stone or was at the time. And if there's anything you'd uh, like to hear more about, you can let me know. But what I wanted to focus on right now is a bit of a, a human or social angle, a uh, situation in which... Um, Obviously, a man and woman get married. The idea is to live together as husband and wife, chiyav aina, etc., etc. When a woman is a mishagas, that's often part of the issue as to why it's not really possible to live together. Um, there might be other reasons, even if no one's mishuga, uh, there might be a situation in which uh, you know, there's a lack of intimacy in the marriage, or in some cases, an unconsummated marriage to begin with. So, is halacha, or how is halacha sensitive to this? How does this uh, express itself in halacha? And we'll see how we get from here to there by looking at the tshuva of the Tzemach Tzedek, the first one, Evan Ezra, Simon Aleph. And along the way, we'll touch on some of the Yisraelis that we just mentioned before, and the Beis Shmuel, etc. We'll clarify some of those points as well. But that's the direction I want to get to through the Tzemach Tzedek. So, in Simon Aleph, the Tzemach Tzedek talks about a woman who already lost her mind a year and a half ago. They did all the medical, whatever was available, didn't help, and it's the second time this is happening. And the husband wants to move on, he wants to marry someone else, he wants to, he got a hat to marry Rabbanim already. But, the, but this is a situation where uh, the woman's family isn't uh, giving up so easily. They don't think it's the right thing to do, they don't think it's fair. So they're trying to fight it. What are they arguing? So the way that Tzemach Tzedek quotes the argument is, their argument is, is that, why are you giving up so fast? A year and a half, refut. do more. There's always more that you could do to try to save the marriage. So the Tzemach Tzedek begins and says, so that's not, the, that's, that might be just be a description. The, 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 the letter seems to, the tshuva seems to start here. Mikhtavai hatohar, umikhtav doidei hanagid neri yorik, hibalte yidei tzir meisrek savzeh. So who's he, who's the uncle? So the Rebbe in the Aris, uh, Tzedek, says, this is a tshuva to Nechemia of the Bravna. If you want to see more information, look in Shut, Divri Nechemia, Evan Ezra, Simon Yud Zayin, Simon Yud So let's take a, take a look. So as we discover there, Simon Yud Zayin is hardly a, a Simon, it's not a tshuva. It's actually the letter of the woman's father. The Pashat printed his uh, letter describing the situation, an update, there are Simon Yud Zayin, and Hitake is the uncle of the uh, Divri Nechemia. Simon Yud Zayin says, we're, we're, we copied the letter, we changed a little bit, still seems pretty uh, close to what the original uh, sounded like. It says, Kvoid Ben Achi. So, his brother's son, he signs his name at the end, Uri Berchen of Kritchev. So, we know Nechemia's last name, Stam, Nechemia's last name is Nechemia Berch. Um, and this is his uncle, Uri Berchen, so it sounds like it's the same name, a variation of that name. Interestingly, there was a Chabad Rav of Kharkov later, also named Uri Berchen, 
Um, some people in the family, they use the term Mizera Beirach, you have the Pesach, Zera Beirach Hashem. Beirach is also uh, a name, so it seems like these are different variations of the same last name. Beirach, Mizera Beirach, Berchen, Stam. Interesting, I didn't see that anybody had uh, written this up yet. Um, anyway, this is his uncle, and this is the Doide Hanagit. So he's, uh, he writes to his, uh, his nephew, he's desperate, and he knows that his nephew is a rough, so he's hoping he can get his uh, help. says, the Maise Resha that my son-in-law, Rabbi Shleimah, did with the get, I'm sure you heard already. The Masadri Haget, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua of Harki, and Rabbi Lippe, the Mats of Ladi. And uh, they snuck into the village of Antonica, and that's where they did it. Like, this is not being done so above board, at least according to his version of events. And Rebleyev Chaslavich is the Shliach Haget. And they gave my son-in-law a letter to marry, Hanishmar at Sicha Kazu. Very, uh, very, sounds very authentic. Um, kicked her out of the house, um, put away all her stuff. She doesn't have anything left. Please... Please get this uh, information out. Please reach out to Chak Hagoyin Ad Mashiachet Ritzemach Tzedek, etc. He says, I've been trying so hard to get my son-in-law to work something out. Vilnish B'Shemayfen. And maybe you could, you're Dacharav, maybe look into the get, maybe you can passel the get, show, uh, you know, prove that the get is no good. Um, and Bechla, my daughter, she's better now. And she never got the get. Bechla, the shliach ran away with the get. How, how dare they give him a hetter? Ah, he has Meir uh, Abanim, Nunu. How can they, uh, they did it without our Rav's uh, involvement? It's other Abanim from other places. Please get involved. What's going on? So that's uh, the letter, okay? I don't know, every day you see a letter like that in Shalos uh, HaTshuvas, but maybe uh, I can uh, theorize that maybe the family Pashat uh, was still upset about it all those years later, so they figured they might as well at least uh, put that letter in so uh, people know how they feel. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so, some Yudchas is the letter, is the Tshuva letter that he wrote to the Tzemach Tzedek to try to get the Tzemach Tzedek involved. Well, it's going to be Makatzer. It should probably be Makatzer the Kitzer. So he begins by saying, This is dated Yud Gimel Nissen, Tovkov Tzadak Zion. Right before Pesach that year. So he says that the person bringing you this letter, he brought me the letter, Midaydi Hanagid Rburi, and he's screaming bloody murder about the get, and he's very mizalzal in this, Rabbi of Harki, Ish, Yeshua, Yedua. He says, first I thought, no one's going to take that person's get seriously. But then I heard that, no, already the, the Edom went and found another Shidduch. And uh, he says, it would have gone straight through, but uh, the Goyen, the David Luria, the Radal, is getting involved in, in saying that the, the get is no good. So it's little things up. But I see that he's finding Shidduchim. So uh, now I feel like I should get more involved in Bechlal. I can't remain silent. Last year I spoke about the Takanas and Charomas, and I mentioned the Pincus of Harki, signed by the Yeshua Elia of Harki. So I just established and clarified that those are not the same. There actually were two of Yeshua's in Harki, one after the next, and this one passed away soon after. And Yeshua Elia of Harki is a Babustachasid. I think he has many Eniklach and Chabad. So just to clarify that these are not the same people. 
So he says, first of all, they did all kinds of terrible, they didn't do it right. So many things about this are, no, are not okay. Obviously, that's how the family felt. So, but also, Pasha, the conditions and the, how you're supposed to do it, the Tanoim of being is a serious thing. They didn't, they didn't room Amali all the Tanoim. And then he starts going into this whole Arichis that the idea that Angunuman from the Bach, that you write a get take, that to him, not to the Divni Chaim, the Divni Chaim is a very original halachic thinker, that to him doesn't sit well with him. He doesn't think that's right. And he says, Pasha, the Poyo Mamish, the husband ends up thinking in his mind that for all practical purposes, he's divorced. She, whatever, but in his mind, he moved on. He says, that's Mamish, not the Pshat. Pshat is, you're marrying a second woman, and you're being Mashla Shaget, for if and when she recovers, then she'll be divorced. Right now, you're still married, you're, you're, you're being over in Chaim Benegashim with Rishos, and you're actually married to two women at the same time. That's very different. He says, right in the Get, messes with that, because the husband went through the process of the get. He wrote the get. He feels like the whole part is, is that he's still responsible for her and he has to be shamer and minig hefker. The husband doesn't feel that way when there's a get in the picture. I, the Bach, said in Simon Kofi test, the Mashash the get. That's if you talk about all the other things, the house and the Shemitah and all the other Then you could maybe also have a get in the picture, but that's not what's happening according to the Divinity Nechamia. He says, if anything, if uh, then he gets into the Bach itself. But really, the whole thing really bothers him. And there's the Stira and the Bach. The Beshmu mentioned there's a Stira and the Bach about how he relates to Marshal. Marshal was much more Machmer. He's the opposite extreme of the Ramah. The Ramah was extremely Mekel. Other Chreinim are in the middle, but Marshal was very Machmer. So the way the Bach deals with the Marshal and Simon Av and Simon Kufyutas is different. And Simon Aleph, he says, Mistam of the Marshal is Maida that Balkarche had a problem, but not to marry to, uh, but in Simon Kofiutas, he doesn't say that. So in Simon Kofiutas, he says, he might as well be Masha Shagat. In Simon Aleph, he's connecting the two things, the David Achim, he's not in Simon Aleph, because he made this chilek and said the Marshal is Moida, that if it's not Balkarche, it's in the mail, that makes sense to say, that's why in Simon Aleph, he didn't say to write another get. He's making a, a shtickled simas here. I don't understand how, uh, how we're ignoring the marshal. You know, the marshal came along and, uh, and said that, you know, he said the, the, what the, the direction this halach is going in to be mekel in the Ashkenaz is wrong. He, he argued that the Rishonim were very much, much more machim about the Shechinim. Also, Bechlal, uh, why was the Ramah, why did the Ramah choose the status of all things? Why, why, why is that uh, Dafka case to be Mekelin? There's all kinds of uh, interesting uh, thoughts in Tainas. So the Taz, the Taz says that the Marshal's talk is so extreme. Marshal seems to be sticking up for her, for her toiva. The Chayrim is here to protect women, so we have to stand up for the Chayrim and the we have to stand up for her. And the Taz says, why? Why should we care uh, the, what the Gemara says? Is it a concern of Hefker? Chshash, Suffolk, Minig Hefker, they might treat her Minig Hefker. She's Mechlan Abbas Einshin. What if, you know, what if there is Minig Hefker? Is that the end of the world? She's not Abbas Einshin. What about him? Why, why, why don't we care about him? That's your answer to Marshal. Minig Hefker isn't a problem for her. Minig Hefker is a problem for society. We don't want to have a woman like that in our community. 
someone that people are taking advantage of. It's a stumbling block for everyone. So why are you making it about her versus him? It's much more than that. Okay. Hey, concludes that again, this whole development from the Ramah onwards, B'chalal Ba'alaz doesn't sit right with him. The Ma'isa, we follow the Akhrein, but at least you have to do all the Tznaim correctly, but that's not what happened here. And again, he argues that I think the Bach's real Mishnah Akhrein really was not to write the Get. And Baharai, that's a Machzadak Akadmoin, and that Shuvah didn't mention writing a Get. He just spoke about Hashlashas, uh, the Ksuba, and how to get around that. And B'chalal, again, why is the Ramah Mekel in the Shtatis Vasapis? And Mustama the Ramah is only talking about a case where there's no refuah at all, Mashenka in here, it wasn't like a total terminal situation. And it could be that Ramah is only talking about where both sides are on board. That's, that's different, Mashenka in here. But anyway, this is just what I, uh, he says, this is what I'm throwing out, it's right before Pesach. This is what I came up with uh, off the top of my head, Tzemach uh, Tzedek, leaving the, leaving the response to the Tzemach Tzedek. So this is an interesting case. You also have the different Nechemis personally involved, emotionally involved. So it's interesting. How is the Semach Tzedek going to respond? So back to the Semach Tzedek. Semach Tzedek, in the way the question is presented, it was just presented as that they were arguing that uh, we need to spend more time doing refus. Okay? So he says, really, if, I was, if you were asking me, like, Lemaise, you came to me and you said, what should we do? So then you have to hear both sides. Shemaya ben Achechem. That's not really what this is, though. You're just being ma'ar afterwards. And you want my response? I'll respond to you. I'll tell you what I think. This is true. The husband has to be mashish tuksuba or a mashkin or whatever, whatever the Beishmol says. And that's only if he can afford it. But if he can't afford it, I have a tshuva for my uncle to blame Zal Miyanovich Tamaril that was matir lamaisa and he only used Mechayev Mazainus. Now you want to come and say that even if he has a hatamir abanim, have to come to based on mumchim or for some him to prove and demonstrate that there's no hope of refuah. And that it's impossible for any sane person to live with her. says, No, I don't think so. It's already a year and a half, and she's not she's not there. If he says he wants to move on, even if there is hope for the future, he, he's able to say, I'm impatient, I'm insistent, I want to go. And this is then, here comes the, uh, the bit that I really want to move on to. He says, there's much more than that than the Rivash. The Rivash in Simen Kof Chavzayin says, that Derech B'nai had snuis who lisbel that proper B'nai Yisrael suffer in these times, will, will suffer and be quiet and not uh, rock the boat in these types of situations. But on the other hand, he adds, but if she insists, and we'll get to the details soon, but the Tzemach Tzedek just quotes the bottom line, we don't stop her. We don't get in her way. We didn't say the second, the second half of the divash. If a person insists, you can't stand in his way. Ah, your whole thing with the Bach and the, the Marshal, and you want to be machma like the Marshal. He says, I don't know what you're talking about. No one holds like the Marshal. Marshal is a Das Yachid, and he's quoting one issue is a Das Yachid. I don't know what you're talking about. And the fact the Bach is machmer, because uh, everyone else wasn't, uh, didn't make all these requirements. The Bach is the one who made all the conditions. The Bach is the machmer over here. What are you talking about? And the whole thing with the stira and the hashlish get, this, that. Yeah, okay, yeah, the base mayor in Simonov also talks about it. The base mayor Taka agrees with you that in Sarech hashlish haget. But in Simon Kufiyates, apparently the same base mayor says that 
the marshal, apparently, he brings a guy from the marshal, the marshal is disagreeing, but when the, when the marshal describes what he doesn't like, he says that Chachmei Doire already were requiring Lahash uh, Shagat. So you see that uh, uses the marshal against the marshal, against the, the this is Tak, uh, what the Minig was. So the Tanakh Tzedek is completely not in a spall from all the Tainas, all the original arguments that the Vinachemah came up with, and he's very happy with the regular Anganomena Halacha, seemingly ignores the time at the beginning that, oh, the husband feels like he divorced her and he can move on, doesn't seem to address that, uh, doesn't seem to address all the claims that things weren't being done right, and the Nakoda that I said I want to focus on is that when you come and say, the husband, you should invest more to save the marriage. Mm-hmm. So Vash says, yeah, there's an idea of trying to save the marriage. On the other hand, you can't stop someone. If someone says, that's it, I'm out, obviously following the halachas of how to move along afterwards, what the process would be. But you can't stop the husband. So let's take a look a, bit, a, little, a little bit at the rivash, try to keep it short. It's a long tshuva. Getting the katsa, the kitzer, again. So I believe it was a psamais in Italy. We're not getting into all the details. But it was a, a young woman, a young girl, essentially, probably, um, that married a young man. And they were together for eight months, and the Rivash uses a phrase that apparently is used in this type of context. He says, And apparently this is a euphemism for someone that doesn't have nothing doing. Not shy to consummate the marriage. And the girl is still a basula like she was before. So things went downhill. It was a ketata. So people got involved. They said, stay together for another four months. Maybe you're in the wrong place. Maybe the, the, the atmosphere you're in is wrong. Switch somewhere else. So they went somewhere else, and it lasted two months, and he was getting frustrated himself. There's clearly uh, you know, interesting emotions going on here that are not being spelled out, but he sees that he can't, so he, he ran away, and the tightness just got worse. And then again, people got involved, and they said, how about you stay together another 12 months? And if he gets somewhere, then good. And if not, then you should divorce, and the, her family, they'll cover the Hitzahs, they'll pay the bills. At this point, he was already, he was getting frustrated, and perhaps embarrassed. Um, and that's where things really start breaking apart, because he's basically running away, and insisting that he doesn't want to make it work. And doesn't not run into divorce her either, so it's almost like he wants to be ma'agin her. So perhaps out of frustration, that's how he's you know lashing out, whatever whatever the particular dynamics are. And so then they were, so then they started focusing on the get. Fine, so he started sending messengers that uh, you know what, I'll give a get, but for a very large amount. And he knew the family had money. The family itself wasn't running to give the money. They thought maybe they could negotiate him down. Anyway, at some point, things got more intense. Uh, the, the community essentially forced the boy's father to bring Dayanim into the picture to sit down. They came to the Dayanim. The Dayanim were trying to bring the marriage back together. And at this point, he's saying no. So they said, okay, so let's just pay the amount that he wants and let's do the get. But the family uh, was still holding out. They weren't sure if they have to give in until they saw that he's already, there's no chance that he's ever going to try the marriage again. And he said, 
the lashon is kiyomer befiv shemlo yasa meisa yilek klimas oyelam. I guess if he if he tries a third time and again he has no luck, then it's going to be the biggest shame and embarrassment for him. So there's obviously, uh, like I said, that type of uh, strong emotion involved. He's trying to save whatever is left of his dignity. He wants a divorce, and they say, okay, fine, they saw that, it's finished, so they agreed to pay the amount that he asked for. But before he had met the Dayanim, he had gone and done a Maidah, to say that if they make me do something I don't want, it's all bottle. Then they agreed to make the get. He didn't say anything about the Maidah, but then word of the Maidah reached them, oh, there's a Maidah, what's going on here? So they confronted him, and he was Mavat to the Maidah, and he went ahead, and they did the get. But then Tainus arose that did they were the Mivatul Maidah, were they not? Did they do it right? Did they do it wrong? Did they threaten him? So still a mess. They asked a bunch of Rabbanim, they said she can marry, she has children already, but the the case is still uh, still controversial. So the Rivash gets into you know the Makaidas, the halachic background, we don't have time for that. He says, in this case, she says, he doesn't have Gvuras Anoshim, they've already been eight months together straight originally, then another two months, and she's still a Basula. He says, that's what she's saying, but did she come to Beit? Did they actually have a, a hearing in Beistin, a sitting in Beistin? Did they actually confront each other and discuss this properly? Never happened quite like that. So, Allah generally would be, ain't so women can be making things up, people can be making things up. She has to come to Basin and say it to her husband's face, and Basin has to investigate and see how they react. And then they have to, then the Rivash goes into Salarikh, and then they have to turn to her and they say, Please, think about your husband. Maybe there's a very bad vibe. Maybe uh, something wrong with the dynamic. What's going on? And then they make a Suda for them. Maybe the Suda will put them in a different place, in a different mood, and then they'll uh, be uh, more inclined. And so you show me. This is Bechlau, we're dealing with young children here. We're not dealing with uh, grown ups per se. So he says, Yav, Bachurim of that age that are not Matzliach. Sorry. They need, they need medical help. Even a Zakin has potentially can have medical help. He brings a Gemara out of this idea. Even a Sardis can have a Refuah, it says in Gemara. Or just a matter of time, let the, let the body mature. Could be a problem is with the basulis, that uh, it's too narrow, you need a isha chachama to open, to make space. Nothing to be embarrassed of. We see this in Chazal, this idea. And here's where this line comes in. So that's the context, that's... But as Shalat they understand that sometimes, even if it doesn't feel so dignified, it feels like a bit of a, a long, drawn-out affair, but you have to do what you have to do. And you don't just go to Basin and try to end the whole thing and to say, oh, he can't. And Bechlal, again, he says, it might even, time itself might just fix the problem. A woman, a girl's body, she's very young, so Pischa is not Pesuach. Just by growing and maturing, so it won't be a problem. Maybe that's the problem. All these pasha technical, physical things that could be the problem, why a marriage isn't consummated. So this is what the Dayanim should tell her and convince her. Amnam, here comes the other quote. Amnam, if she insists, she says no more, as long as she did it properly in Basin, etc. 
Okay, then he goes into the details of Kaifin, not Kaifin. You don't have time for all of that, so I'm going to be a Mikatsu there. But anyway, that was the Yusai that Samach Tzedek used uh, to say, even if it's possible to see why you should spend more time and invest more in the marriage and try to save the marriage. But if one party says, I had enough, so in the case of the Yivash, there are certain solutions of how you can tell the husband that he, even the Yivash says he can't be Kaifa. But the Rivash says, you can tell the husband that this is what you're supposed to do according to Torah, and if you don't, then we don't like you, etc. In the case of the Semach Tzedek, you have all these, we're talking about Amishagas, and the Shtatis, we're talking about the Hetamei Rabban. So just in the last couple of minutes, I want to uh, give a few examples of how this Rivash is cited in Halacha today. So first of all, you have this basic question. This, let's say this precise case of the Rivash happens today. A woman says can't consummate the marriage. So this is a topic that's discussed in Simon Kuf Nun Dalit, Siv Zayin, different details, different shittas, how trustworthy, because it's definitely the notion, it's definitely the idea that, oh, anyone can say anything. So how do we know, right? We're never going to ever uh, show up and ask anybody to prove anything in front of us. So ultimately, there's a bit of he said, she said going on. Uh, so uh, one safer I found that goes to the Simon and Random safer Beirut Shleima uh, nowadays. So he goes through these details. The Ramah says that if there's Amaslois and Umdenis, if there's ways that we get the sense that she's saying the truth, uh, you know, then uh, there's room to accept. So where did the Ramah get that from? Marik. Marik has a tshuva. The Marik says, Lamasha, let's say six years of marriage already passed. And uh, six years passed, they didn't have children. It suggests that something's up. The Ram Alashka responds and says, six, that's up to six. All I know in Allah is ten. If ten years go by, you don't have children. I don't know if you have gross you don't have gross and All I know is ten years, you don't have children. Whatever the reason is, you can, uh, then it's time to move on. What's six? Again, the Vart is, it's two different things. The Ram Alashka is just talking about the din of the Gemara. But Marek is saying that there's a musig of an amasla and umdana. There's indications that uh, this isn't a functioning marriage. So another example is you can prove that she's still a basula, or we know that he had a, an injury, he had an operation. What about a doctor? Can, you, uh, could she, can she go to the doctor and bring uh, proof? So, uh, now this is, assuming that there's a concern that sometimes prutzes just make things up, and uh, so sometimes you can pull the doctor into that, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's a question to discuss and to figure out, you know, based on the conditions, based on the situation, based on the details. Um, you know, if there's a huge fight and all of a sudden she throws the pulls this far into the fight, that is more room for suspicion. If no one is saying anything else, that's literally all she has ever said, has to say, that would bolster her taina. Then the question is, what happens? Uh, just give me another two, three minutes, please. Uh, what if? Uh, we accept that she's saying the truth. Now what happens? So if I tell this is a whole discussion, that's where the Rivash, the Rivash is of the opinion that once she insists and says, I want to move on, she can move on. Other Paiskim uh, at that time didn't necessarily agree. So that itself is uh, something that needs to be addressed and discussed. Um, another marker that's very interesting, Rebleyo um, Bakshi Doron was the Ravarashi, uh, the Svaradi Ravarashi in Eretz Yisrael. He has this form Binyanav. So in Binyanav Chelekei Semen Pegimel, he has a whole shtickle about fertility as a cause for divorce. And this ties back to the beginning of Semen Aleph. 
woman says, I want children, the husband has a problem. He's, he's not fertile. Forget about everything. He's not fertile. Can the husband come and say, I want to insist on doing artificial insemination, or I want to insist on trying uh, IVF? Does he have the right to insist and say, that's part of, as a husband, if I can't be Matsliyev this way, I want to do it that way. Let's try everything. So that gets into this whole discussion as to whether you're Mekayim Pervirivya that way or not really. Is it Dafka through Maisebiya, Dafka through normal intercourse? That's how you're Mekayim, the Chiyav of Pervirivya, Mashenkein, that you might, you might be considered to have been Yaitza the Mitzvah afterwards, but it's not uh, something that you're entitled to demand. So what Bakshi Doran says is that we can distinguish between the man and the woman. If the woman insists that he, the husband wants to just move on, she insists that he should, we should try artificial insemination first. The husband has the chiyav pirvarivya, and he's done a chiyav to do it shalek derech He can say, I only want to do it the way halacha says. Everything else is not obligated by halacha. But if it's the other way around, if he wants to try this and she doesn't, then says, the woman doesn't have a chiyav pirvarivya. Why is she, who's she to come and insist? The only taina is, after 10 years, what she wants to say, when I, in my old age, I want to have children. So he can say, you want children? I have a bunch of ideas of how we can have children. In that go for this artificial insemination, this IVF. IVF used to have much lower rates of success. Now it has higher rates of success. Then he moves on to this discussion. How long do you have to wait? You can always say, oh, we'll try something new. We'll try it again. We'll try more. So, he gets into some of these mechanics, and then he ends up back here. He says, if it's not just the Gvura Sanashim, but it's also, she's saying, I'm not, you know, there's no, there's not being a Kaim Oina, there's no, uh, there's no intimacy in the marriage. Uh, so, this is what Paiskim say. Paiskim say that you should wait and try to slow them down. And the Rivash also says that. The Rivash also says the other side of the thing. So, he says, Lamaisa, nowadays, as a Rav, as a Paisik, he says you have to try to explain to the couple that you know, you're not the first people that had a problem and let's wait a little bit and there's ways to solve, there's ways to fix things and you know what? He says that often it's not even physical, often it's psychological. The husband has a psychological problem, the woman has a psychological problem. Um, if, so if they're upset and they've already made up their mind that this is no good, so then it's hard to ever hope to ever make any progress. But if you're able to explain this to them and communicate this to them, so then the Pashtas, you should try to uh, do whatever you can to give it another chance. All right, we'll uh, leave it at that. Good job.